Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. I'm delighted to be joined by Jay Gibran, Director of Offering Management for Compute at IBM Cloud. Welcome to the studio, Jay. Hi, thank you. So, Jay, why don't we just start and talk about IBM Cloud, where IBM Cloud is focused in terms of driving business with enterprises, and your role at the company. So, my role is uh, bringing in new innovative offerings within the compute infrastructure as a service for enterprise client to consume. And the driver for our new offerings are typically driven by the type of workloads that enterprise customers are consuming in the cloud, and that could vary from simply consuming virtual machines for an application that's being developed within the enterprise and can go all the way to a large SAP appliance that the client could use to run their ERP mission-critical systems. So we cover the entire spectrum of that. Now, obviously, enterprise cloud service offerings have been evolving, and IBM is at the forefront of driving different types of innovation to offer enterprises more capabilities in terms of the cloud service offerings they're choosing. Tell me about how you view this opportunity to deliver new types of capabilities to companies that are choosing your services and where you see the most acute demand for new capabilities in terms of types of workloads and types of underlying infrastructure capabilities that your customers are seeking. Yeah, initially the enterprise customers came to the cloud for cost savings. Instead of buying infrastructure on-prem, they preferred to rent it by the month or by the hour in the cloud. And that provided an onboarding step for enterprise into the cloud. And as the cloud business matured, enterprise started looking for additional services that the cloud offer that they might not be able to do on-prem in terms of scalability, unlimited compute, geographical coverage that they didn't have access to, especially if they're in the IoT space where they want to capture data around the globe. That's what we call the transformation for enterprise using the cloud. And that's the area that's really IBM is very focused on. And with IBM analytics tools, uh, machine learning, deep learning with Watson, we believe that customers who use IBM Cloud uh, can actually benefit from these higher-end services that already exist in IBM Cloud. All we need is to get your data into our data centers and then your uh, API call away from using one of the best AI engines in the cloud and on-prem in some cases. Uh, but Watson is actually part of our cloud integration. There is over 35 different Watson services integrated in IBM Cloud that you can access. And that's if you want to use IBM services, but you can also build your own services because we offer flexibility to customers, especially the enterprise customers who are new to the cloud. We found most of them initially find the soft landing spot with bare metal. So bare metal offers a unique deployment method for clients, enterprise clients in the cloud by allowing them to basically lift their on-prem workloads and shift them to a cloud, dedicated cloud, which is what we call bare metal. And IBM is leading in that area because we do have a global footprint of data centers with bare metal offerings that allow customers to customize based on their workload. So assume they have VMware on-prem, they want to move VMware to the cloud, they can do that with very little change in the application and the workflows. Same for SAP, same for HPC. And then once they mature in their cloud journey, they can actually take that a step further and start using some of the additional services in the cloud that are PaaS layer 
meaning integration with database as a service, integration with IAM services, security services, and other cloud services that are available from the provider. Now, I know that the topic of the day for this podcast is what you guys are doing around HPC as a service and targeting that to enterprises. Can you talk about why this is such an important workload? And in looking at it, what is unique about offering high-performance computing as a cloud service and how you've approached that? So HPC, in my opinion, is a variety of different workloads. It's not just one. You know, you can come into a cloud and consume HPC for scientific workloads that require high throughput, high number of cores, and high amount of RAM to execute a Fortran-type problem or an analytics or a Monte Carlo simulation-type problem that you need high amount of compute to run. There are other workloads that are less intensive in terms of compute, and they just simply require large amount of computes, but not high band interconnect between the nodes. And those are very popular in the cloud because enterprise customers find that acquiring these resources on-prem will increase their cost. However, they can run these jobs, bad jobs, or I like to call them, in the cloud. They can actually optimize their costs and have access to unlimited amount of resources at any time, 24-7. And that's the workload that we think is the most prevalent today in the cloud from an enterprise perspective because it doesn't require the InfiniBand type connectivity between the nodes, which HPC is known for from the traditional HPC workload, the scientific application workload. So what we've done is customers can come to IBM Cloud and consume our cores in many ways. They can come and build an environment of a large number of bare metal servers, connect them together, automate the deployment, and use those to run their application, and then turn them off. They can also use our virtual machines in terms of scalability, faster provisioning, and stand up a large number of virtual cores and use them to run their analytics workload and then turn them off as well. So HPC as a service is an offering for those customers who don't want to do that themselves. They simply want an automation layer that sits on top and allows them to select the number of cores that they want and select the type of application they want to run and even use some of the applications they use on-prem and use their license that they acquired from Abacus or Ansys or any one of those 200-plus HPC workloads that are integrated today in IBM Cloud through Rescale partnership. So the customer comes in, brings their data, select the application, and if they want to determine the number of cores, they can select the number of cores, and they run the job, and then they get the data to do the post-processing, either on-prem or in the cloud. Now, I know that you guys have partnered with Intel in delivery of these HPC-as-a-service instances. Can you talk about the collaboration and the Xeon processor utilization within these offerings? Yeah, we worked very closely with the Intel HPC team uh, to optimize the platform that the customer is provisioning to the workload that they are running. So let's assume the customer is running an ANSYS workload that requires certain level of customization or firmware or software add-ons that will allow the customer to run the application faster. So that library from Intel helps the customer actually adapt their infrastructure to the workload. And we think that's very unique in terms of how we implemented that with Intel and Rescale. And when you look at the technology underpinnings of all of your services, are there any central tenants that IBM Cloud follows in terms of ensuring that the customers are getting that dialed-in experience for their workload? Yeah, we maintain very close ties with Intel in terms of roadmaps. So today we're running the latest, Skylake. We're actually the first cloud provider to announce Skylake back in 2017. 
And we had quite a bit of adoption of that right after. And as Intel introduces new generations, we expect that we will maintain that. The reason we do that at IBM Cloud very quickly because we can make them available as bare metal devices so we don't have to go and change our entire virtual hosts. We simply, for those customers who demand that level of performance, they select an option for Skylake or in the future it'll be Cascade Lake or any future generation that Intel comes up with without having to wait for it to be part of our virtual fleet and that could take more time. One final question for you. I'm sure folks listening online would like to take a look at those HPC as a service offerings and learn more about what IBM Cloud is offering to enterprises across the world. Where would you send them for more information? Yeah, cloud.ibm.com and select the instance type and you'll find a tile for HPC as a service and that's where you can experiment with that. I just want to add in terms of enterprise workload, Allison, I think both companies have very deep roots with enterprise, Intel and IBM. And we're both known for our enterprise heritage, enterprise security, and enterprise performance. And having us work together towards addressing these complex problems for enterprise, whether it's SAP, whether it's HPC, or simply large compute, I think it's critical for enterprise customers to see us working together towards solving these problems, because both names are very well trusted in enterprise. Well, thank you so much, Jay. It's been a real pleasure. I can't wait to learn more about what IBM Cloud is doing to drive innovation into the cloud. Thank you. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.